Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock just awful and horrific, Hammer. You hate to start off a segment this way, but this is the biggest story in the nation right now, and it's um, it's it's terrible. Three University of Virginia football players murdered, gunned down as they were. Uh, it looks like they were exiting a school bus uh, of students returning from an off-campus trip. Beyond that, we don't know much else other than the suspect has been apprehended. And the alleged gunman is a former football player at Virginia. Normally, we don't like to say the names here, but for the context, Christopher Darnell Jones is the alleged gunman, former football player at Virginia. He shot five people, three of them fatal, Mm. and the three people that he killed were current football players, linebacker Deshaun Perry and wide receivers Laval Davis Jr. and Devin Chandler currently playing on the Virginia football team. How do you move on as a football team after something horrific like this happens? I mean, you shut down the season, right? It's it's done. I mean, I know that that's the most important thing at all here, but I mean, his teammates have just got to be devastated and very shaken up, as I would be. The campus as a whole is yeah. pretty shook. Oh, yeah. The basketball game tonight was canceled. Okay, It's been uh, postponed and not quite sure if they're going to make that up. But yeah, this is uh, the biggest story in America. And we can talk all we want about how you protect yourself in a situation like this. And we've got Guy Relford coming up here in just a few minutes to talk about that. But sometimes... There's nothing you can do because of a crazy, motivated, rotten SOB. You would think big, strong, athletic college football players, Division One ACC football players getting off a bus from a school event would be fine, but they were sitting ducks. They were ambushed, it sounds like to me anyway. I'm speculating here. Again, there's a lot we don't know about. The story happened early this morning, but yeah, I don't think there's any way of defending yourself against something like this, especially because you're not allowed to have uh, a gun on campus. I'm sure those guys aren't allowed to have firearms, obviously, to protect themselves. But then again, who would have ever thought something like this could happen? And, and, you know, you think back, oh man, mid-2000s, Virginia, the state of Virginia is is very familiar with school shootings. Uh, Virginia Tech, one of the worst school shootings in the history of this country. But just a handgun. Um, Yeah, exactly. So, uh, unfortunately, um, schools and colleges in Virginia are familiar with this sort of thing. So, last night, there was an interview that aired with Mike Pence. He sat down and he spoke with David Muir of ABC News. So, the question is, is Mike Pence selling a book, because he has a new book out, is he running for president, or is it a combination of both? Is it all of the above, Nige? What I, do you think? I think it's all all of the above. Why not? If if Donald Trump's going to announce, it's going to be just like 2016, isn't it? It's going to be like tw- like 50 uh, GOP uh, nominees up there on stage with multiple debates. 
It, Remember the so JV it, yeah. table, the <laughs> right? JV debates, yeah. and how bad those were. Yeah. Uh, so no, I think I think there's a strong possibility that Mike Pence is going to run, and there are some polls that I've seen that says he's still popular with uh, the ultra conservatives. So his autobiography. It's called So Help Me God. It comes out later this week. He's actually got a book signing coming up here in Indy. It's on November 22nd. Uh, so he is promoting a book, and he did spoke speak to ABC News last night. This is Mike Pence telling David Muir of ABC News what he thought of Donald Trump's efforts at the Capitol riot. In the middle of it all, you can see that the president has tweeted. 2.24 p.m., the president tweets, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done. It angered me. But I turned to my daughter, who was standing nearby, and I said, it doesn't take courage to break the law. It takes courage to uphold the law. I mean, the president's words were reckless. It was clear he decided to be part of the problem. So Mike Pence calling Donald Trump part of the problem last night to ABC. And then when he was asked why Donald Trump didn't make the calls to security, why Mike Pence felt like he had to make the calls to security, this was his response. Over the course of several hours, you spoke with the acting defense secretary. You spoke with the joint chiefs of staff, General Milley. I did. You spoke with the acting attorney general, Jeff Rosen, with the chief of Capitol Police. Where was the president in all this? David, I was at the Capitol. I wasn't at the White House. And when you learned later that he was watching all this unfold on TV? I can't. I can't account for what the president was doing that day. I was at a loading dock in the Capitol where a riot was taking place. But why wasn't he making these calls? Um, that'd be a good question for him. So hmm. let's get down to the nitty gritty. Who's got a better shot of becoming the president of the United States? Mike Pence or Tupac Shakur? <laughs> Because well, I got five bucks on Tupac well, I was right going to say, Tupac's dead, right? Correct. <laughs> or at least we think he is. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying Pence will run. I'm not saying he's going to get the nomination. No. Uh, I don't think that's that's happening. There's such a um, small portion of conservatives that are on board with his run because he's ticked off the MAGA part. The Democrats, the folks that are in the middle, will still tie him to Donald Trump. Trump-Pence, Pence-Trump. He's going to be labeled as part of that, so they're not going to vote for yeah, him either. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're not going to vote for him for sure, but they're sure going to try to... Uh to paint Donald Trump in a negative light using Mike Pence and his book and his tour and the, the you know surrounding January 6th and all the events that happened. I don't think Donald Trump incited a riot. I don't think he caused a riot. I think there was things he could have done differently for sure. I mean, he was telling people to go home for God's sake. He just, I don't think he didn't he didn't act quick enough. But I, I look, you want to talk about, what was that? Fight like hell? Is that what, was that what he was saying? Right. Democrats interpreted that to mean, you know, go riot? No, people were already rioting while Donald Trump was still on stage that day. Um, I would like to know if it's true if Donald Trump really called Pence the P-word to his face. 
rhymes with wussy. Right. For not um, with the whole electoral college and things like that. Because that was in a book. Was it? It was, well, someone claimed that happened in a oh, book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A previous uh, a book written about Donald Trump. Right. Okay. Not the new Mike yeah. Pence book. Well, I'd like to I'd like to find out if that's true. Doesn't sound completely out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> We're talking about Donald Trump. Maybe he'll be asked about that because he's doing a town hall this Wednesday on CNN. CNN town hall with Mike Pence. Again, just trying to distance yourself from Donald Trump as far as you can by doing a town hall on CNN. That that should tell you something. That should tell you that maybe he is looking for a, a possible run in 2024. I think the most inspiring thing out of yesterday's Colts win, Nige, was <laughs> I didn't get many hateful text messages from you throughout the course of the ball game. I hope they lose by 60! <laughs> I hope they move back to Baltimore! <laughs> These are all text messages I've received in the past from a very emotional uh, Nige watching yeah, the Colts game. Plenty of uh, um, uh, F-words sprinkled yes. about in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of filth, flarn, flarn <laughs> filth. 25-20. Colts oh, win? Yeah, that was a fun game to watch it was exciting i'm confused how could the colts possibly win when jeff saturday had zero experience nige zero none because everybody and their brother and their mother and their father had their panties in a twist because jeff saturday got the gig over somebody that was currently on the staff this was bill cower from cbs sports yesterday what about the assistants on the staff right now the guys that were there in training camp the guys that were there early in the morning and late at night, the guys that have gone through the first six weeks in that building, guys like Gus Bradley, Scotty Montgomery, uh, John Fox, don't they deserve the opportunity for an owner to hire a coach who's never been an assistant at the college level or the pro level and overseeing a very much a lot of candidates that are qualified for that job, as we see in Steve Wilkes, an opportunity to build a resume. It's a disgrace to the coaching profession. Mm. And regardless of how this thing plays out, what happened in Indianapolis is a travesty. Why is he going after Jeff Saturday? It seems like he was, that was more about Jeff Saturday than it was Jim Irsay who pulled the trigger on this whole thing. Jeff Saturday said yes to an opportunity. What? And because he was offered an assistant coaching job before and turned it down? Um, you, you gotta what, what? You gotta wait to pay your dues. Wait your turn. Those assistant coaches don't deserve anything. Sometimes opportunities land in your lap, and you just you snatch them. You and say, maybe okay. those assistant coaches aren't any good. Look what happened <laughs> right. at that Patriots game. All of those coaches had experience, and that was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my entire life as a Colts fan. And I've seen some bad football <laughs> pre Harbaugh yeah. era football here in Indianapolis, and that Patriots game was on par with that. So you don't have to just give it to somebody. And I'm curious, how much TV training did Bill Cowher have before he decided to jump on set with CBS? Oh. Somebody went to school and worked their way up to be an analyst on television, but Bill Cower just took his job. Sit the hell down. I want to hear Jeff Saturday celebrating a win in the locker room. Been a hell of a week, man. Been a been a tough one on all of you. Can't tell you how proud I am of each and every one of you. Coaches, players, staff, everybody stepped up. All three phases, man. Things we talked about. Offense, ran it for over 200. Threw it for over 200. Defense, shut 28 down, 77 yards rushing. Had to make a play on 17 at the end. What we do? Make a play at the end. Make a play at the end. Hey, hey, make a play at the end, man. Who goes 
hardest, the longest, man. That's how this game is decided. The most physical football team won today. Can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Everybody's getting a game ball, man, because we all put it in. Everybody gets a game ball. And my favorite thing about football, Victory Monday. We'll see y'all later. Oh! I was rooting for him. I was hoping he, do, he was doing well. He seems like a likable guy. I know people that have played in the league that played alongside him that said he's a real good guy to know him and his family. And especially after that Bill Cowher rant. Right. I was really hoping he'd just stick it to everybody. And it's not like he was like caller number nine in a contest. <laughs> He's yeah. played in the league. Right. He's been at a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, the dude knows the game. It's not like it's some random person, which, by the way, I think would be yeah, a great promotion say. for the NFL. Right. Each week, some random fan gets selected off of his couch, and they have to try to beat Josh McDaniels <laughs> in the Raiders. That needs to happen. Great idea. Did you see Edge yesterday? Edger, Edger and James? James? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> After the game, he was there at the game, grabbed uh, Coach Saturday. Hey, look at my boy. Got his first victory. First dub, first dub, first head dub. coach. Hey, head coach with no experience. You know what I'm saying? No experience, but we got a victory. Found a way, man. The men found a way. So hey, proud how, of the dudes, man. How can you be an NFL coach, no experience, and still go out and beat <laughs> that room, man? That room. Them coaches and players, God love them, man. See, yeah. Ed's get the best interviews. Y'all need to hire me. Hey, nah, I can't work for nobody. Man. No, I'm you about know. to say. Hey. <laughs> love it. You think at any point, though, Jeff Saturday was looking at Edge easy with the no experience stuff here. <laughs> I've heard it enough already. I know you're happy for me. Can, can we move on? Oh, man. It was just fun to have a good Colts I game know. to watch yesterday. Yeah. Even if they would have lost it, at least it was entertaining. Yeah, they play next week? Oh, yeah, big one. The Eagles! So much better than the Eagles! Eagles!